Ladies and gentlemen of Lafayette. The Hammered Down Show with Jared Jesolitis is Lafayette's number one sports show. Yes, I'm excited! He totally went to Jared. The voice of Lafayette Sports. The cream of the crop! Nobody does it better. Send us your thoughts on the text line at 765-447-4080. Now go to that voodoo that you do so well. Here's your need-to-know news. Gird your loins. TV schedule is out for Purdue basketball. On the men's side, Purdue five times on Fox, four times on FS1, three times on CBS, nine times on BTN, And what you're all waiting for, Peacock will carry a league-high six games involving Purdue. I can hear you complaining already. The Boilermakers appearing six times during the season. That would be the Arizona game in Indianapolis. At Maryland, at Nebraska. At Indiana on January the 16th. At home against Michigan and at Illinois. On March the 5th, Purdue women's basketball, they're going to have eight broadcasting games during the season, five of which will be on the Big Ten Network, one on FS1, and the Peacock uh, will also host a game for the Boilermakers. Two of them, actually. Both at Mackey Arena, January 10th against Iowa, and the Barnburner Trophy game with Indiana on the 21st of January. So, at least an Indiana game for both men's and women's on Peacock. What do you want me to do? It is what it is. Uh, Soccer section was kicking off yesterday. Uh, The boys were involved yesterday. The girls locally, eh, not as much. Uh, Kokomo beat Lebanon 2 to 1. That is relevant because they're going to face Jeff tomorrow, 5 p.m. That's out at Marion. Central Catholic, 14 goals to beat Delphi 14 to nothing. They're going to play the winner of Covington and Faith Christian. That sectional up in Carroll. That game is tomorrow. Or today. Sorry, they'll play the winner tomorrow. But the Covington Faith Christian game is today, 5 p.m., which is really a bad deal for Faith because they got to play back-to-back days if they win. And then they've got the bottom half of that bracket doesn't kick off until tomorrow. I don't understand how they spaced that out. Because you could have done this to where the winner of that Covington and Faith game didn't have to play back-to-back, I guess. I don't know. Anyway. That's not the only one going on today. Marion versus McCutcheon. That game at Marion, 5 p.m. The winner of that will face the winner of Harrison and Logansport. That game starts after 
McCutcheon Marion, 7 p.m. And then the winners will play tomorrow at 7 p.m. Over on the girls' side, Jeff versus Harrison at Harrison, 6 p.m. Winner faces Logansport on Thursday out at Harrison. West Lafayette takes on Twin Lakes at Kankakee Valley, 5.30. Winner to face Rensselaer on Thursday at Kankakee Valley. Central Catholic takes on Benton Central at BC tonight, 5 p.m. The winner to face either Delphi or North White at Benton Central on Thursday. You got that? Blackhawks on the back half of the preseason starting tonight. They're going to host Detroit at 8.30 and then host Minnesota on Thursday. Then they head out to St. Louis on Saturday. And then that will wrap it up after Saturday. The regular season will start in approximately one week out in Pittsburgh as uh, the the Hawks have got was it the first five games, I think it is, on the road. That's a tough row, man. Scheduling God's not exactly helping you out there to get the season started. But there you go. That would be today's need-to-know news. We do have... Uh, baseball tonight. I should point that out. There is, you know, playoff baseball start, it starts right now, actually. It's super weird with the wild card stuff that we are doing three o'clock playoff baseball on a Tuesday, but that is exactly what we are doing. What do you want? Three games, uh, four games today. Texas and Tampa getting ready to start. Uh, Over here at 4.30 on ESPN, Toronto, Minnesota, Arizona, Milwaukee at 7 o'clock, and then Miami and Philadelphia uh, at 8 p.m. You will get that Toronto and Minnesota game starting at 4 o'clock, followed by Miami and Philadelphia right here. Uh, on 1017 Hammer. Well, more playoff baseball again tomorrow starting at 4 o'clock as soon as the Hammer Down show is completed. So, what do we want to do? Where are we putting the money at here? I like Philadelphia tonight. The weather is good for them to hit some bombs. I, I kind of wanted to get in on Minnesota. Gosman's got one of the best splitters in all of baseball. The problem is Minnesota doesn't whiff on it like everybody else does. I was reading this. Gosman averaged a 43% whiff rate on his splitter. But in two starts against the Twins, Minnesota whiffed less than 25% on that. But the thing that scares me about this one is the fact that I I think Toronto's got a decent bullpen, and they're going to be all in tonight to make sure that they take care of business. Our friends over at DraftKings do have a no sweat for you tonight that you can use, a 25% boost for the wild card as well. I just feel like keeping it simple tonight. I like Philadelphia at minus 155. If you roll in, you use your 25% boost, you get it down to minus 125. I don't hate that. 
I think this just sets up better. I just like Philadelphia. It's more of a guy. Zach Wheeler is just a better pitcher than Lazardo. Wheeler's been fantastic. He just does not give up the runs. Philly since August the first, first, first in the top seven in the league in batting average, slugging, ops, and homers. The Marlins not in the top 12 in any of those categories over the same period. Philadelphia's peaking right now. I'll lay the minus 125. That's the play. By the way, we did good last night, didn't we? Kenneth Walker touchdown. Kenneth Walker over. So let's see if we can hit it again here. We're off to a good start this week. Just go ahead and keep it simple. I'm taking Philadelphia tonight. I'll use my DraftKings boost there, put it to 125, get in, put a unit on there, and just about make another unit back. Oh, they are going to give you 33% no run or yes run in the first inning. Um, That's tough because it's going to be... It's a hitter's ballpark out there at Citizens Bank. I mean, it's it's blowing out the left. Humidity is up. Citizens Bank's a very hitter-friendly park. Oh, boy. That's tough. I almost have to go with yes with the first run. The only issue with that is you would think that that would be you would think that that would be the uh the favorite right no it is it isn't over oh geez you can start that at 105 use your 33 percent boost on that that'd be good for you here look at that dragon's taking care of you here tonight so what's that get you to on the over? So if we're about even money there and we use our bonus on uh, that, that puts us at plus 139. Put me down for both of those. How about that? Put a unit on both of those. Yes, first run with the boost. Philadelphia to win with the boost. And hopefully we come out on Wednesday looking for some action and having a little money to play with. We're going to take a break. Coach Terry Peeble, or no, not Terry Peeble, uh, Pat Shanley on with us next. I did talk to Terry Peebles today. Uh, but we'll have him, uh, we'll have Pat Shanley on next. Still got the kids from Purdue Sports to talk about here. Plus, you know, this seems to be the new hot topic on the Purdue message boards. You're all hollering about it. Purdue on Peacock. I got some thoughts. I'm okay with it, but there's one, they, they screwed up one thing here. We'll talk about that. That's all on the way. You're listening to the Hammered Out Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. It's the Hammer Down Show, 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. We're over to the Blue Fox Eating Cooling Hammerhead Hotline. Coach Pat Shanley is on with us here. Uh, coming off a, uh, a loss to McCutcheon last Friday night, 34-22. to And uh, they'll take on uh, what looks to be a uh, dangerous Marion Giants team right now that can put points on the board. Coach, uh, always a pleasure talking ball with you here. 
Um, I know not the performance that you wanted last week. Uh, got into an early hole there against McCutcheon. Uh, you know, no scores in that first half. But, you know, it seems like something happened at halftime where you guys were able to respond. But uh, fourth quarter, man, giving up those three touchdowns, uh, you tend not to win football games if you can give up three scores in the fourth quarter. And, you know, that seems to be uh, where it left you right there was uh, towards the end of the game. You've had time to kind of process everything, what happened in that game, and, and kind of go through what that's been like over the weekend and, and getting out to now. What, what did you see from the tape? What have you talked to about with your team? And kind of what's been the focus this week? Yeah, uh, all very good questions. And, and uh, you know, I, I was proud of our team and how we bounced back in the third quarter. I thought for uh, one quarter of that football game we, we played, um, you know, a brand of football that uh, our fans and our community have been accustomed to. But uh, tip your cap to McCutcheon and, and, and those kids, um, you know, in that game, uh, when, when we went up after Joel's field goal, um, they took over. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, as much as it pains me to say it, the, the tougher team, the team that won it more, was the team that uh, came out on top. So, um, you know, that's just the reality of where we're at right now. We, we've got a team um, uh, that is talented here at, at, at Lafayette, Jeff. But, uh, you know, we, we've got to do a better job as coaches. And, and uh, you know, people within our program have to, to decide if we're going to become a team or a group of individuals. So uh, we, we've done, Jared, quite honestly, we've spent a lot of time this, this weekend as coaches uh, discussing culturally, you know, what where we've been lacking. And, uh, you know, we've got a blueprint and a game plan uh, to attack the rest of this season uh, to make sure that uh, culturally we're getting back to doing things that uh, we, we've been accustomed to doing in 2016, 2017, 2018, you know, and, and, the, and the things that uh, we built our program on um, are things that uh, – you know, staples of our program, we're going to get back to doing and, and doing really, really well. I, I'm not an excuses guy, but at the same time, too, we're also talking about a team here since, uh, what, uh, we're on to the, our fourth different quarterback at this point. It's not from a, a lack of production, so to speak, but, I mean, you know, Stivers has the, uh, you know, has had the injury. You know, you lost Kean early on here. You, you've asked Lance to do a bunch of different stuff. Now you're down to a, you know, a freshman, Tristan Barrett, who, you know, 9 for 11, 98 yards, a touchdown. That's cool. It's still a, a high school freshman that you're asking to lead a 6A program. Um, the, having all that inconsistency, I would think it's got to affect your team in some way, right? Yeah, and, you know, quite honestly, I'm guilty enough, uh, probably of doing too much, probably trying to, you know, schematically be a little bit too creative, which, you know, has not put um, whoever's at quarterback in the best possible position to be successful. So uh, in the third quarter uh, against McCutcheon, we just said essentially screw it. <laughs> we're we're going to get back to being simple, going fast, and just doing uh, historically what we've done. So, you know, that's kind of our plan this week is uh, we're, we're going to keep things simple and um, try to get our, our best players the ball and, and do it as simply as possible. So um, I, I back to the basics, if you will, Jared. So Trist, Tristan's a kid we think highly of. Uh, we we got to make sure that uh, he, he's fully aware of the, the things that we're calling on Friday night and how to execute them uh, at a rate that's going to lead to success. But uh, we're not going to sit around and make excuses for, for who's on the field and who's not. Uh, the bottom line is, as coaches, we're going to do everything in our power to prepare them to be successful. It's a, a tough one here, like I mentioned, against uh, Marion. The Giants might be 2-5, and five, but uh, the one thing you do notice is they, they haven't done a pretty good job of scoring consistently, especially over the last few weeks. Um, you know, they lost a tough one to Logansport a couple weeks ago, put up 41 in that one, lost to Muncie Central last week, but still put up 36 in that one, 47 against Anderson. So 
Uh, it, it is a team that can uh, put some points up on the board. It seems like that'll be a uh, tough task for your defense to shut these guys down. Uh, what are you looking at uh, when you see the film on the Giants? What stands out to you? Yeah, you mentioned the 20 points against Kokomo. That's the most points Kokomo gave up all year in the game. Uh, so, you know, they, that, that, that shows that they've got some dudes and some athletes. Jones, their sophomore quarterback, is probably one of the best athletes in the conference. They've got four 300-pounders up, up front, and they spread out their splits. So it really put a lot of stress on you. Uh, but he's their guy. And, and, and uh, you know, you look at the game last week, we, we struggled to get Owen Smith on the ground too. So, you know, we've got to do a better job stopping quarterback run and, and making sure that, uh, you know, just, just everybody's locked into assignment football on defense and, and, and negating the explosive plays as best we can, forcing teams to, to march the ball on, on our defense as opposed to, you know, giving up the big plays. So we got to do a better job of that. But uh, they, they've got to respect, man. Their uh, defense has been giving up some points, but you can tell, um, you know, each week, um, you know, they're, they're doing things a little bit different to try to find themselves as well. So they're a little bit like us defensively. And that, you know, it's, it's pretty evident they've not had the success that they want. But, uh, you know, one thing I know about Coach Chambers and, and uh, the success he's had at uh, Marion is that his teams come uh, the, the end of the regular season and postseason and they're going to be playing their best football. You know, offensively, I think you have some very talented wide receivers. Obviously, you know, Lance Crowder has a, a lot of ability. Hopefully, Keen Crowder is back sooner rather than later. But you know, like I alluded to early on here, you know, you're starting a freshman here at uh, at quarterback possibly again this week. Tell me a little bit about Tristan. What his what is his demeanor like? And I mean, how much more difficult is it to prepare a freshman as opposed to maybe like a junior or senior uh, to uh, play six A football at the quarterback position? Well, he's a coach's kid. Um, you know, his dad has, has been involved with our program uh, from the time that Tristan's been a Bronco, so uh, which, which dating back to fourth grade. So, you know, he's been running our offense dating back that long. Um, so, so he's familiar with, with a lot of the concepts and a lot of things that we call and the things that we do. Uh, so, you know, we, we do have an advantage there. But, uh, you know, the details at which we, we do it on Friday night are a little bit different. So making sure he's up, up to speed on all that is, is something we're working really hard to just uh, put him in a position to be successful. But uh, he does a lot of good things, man. He's got, uh, you know, he's kind of got ice water in his veins. He doesn't get too nervous. Um, you know, obviously his arm talent, yeah, I, I think anybody that, that's watched him play the last two weeks can, can say he's got a big arm. Um, and, and he's pretty accurate and gets it out pretty quick. So, yeah, we're, we're excited about him and excited about his future. And, and uh, you know, again, we've we got to find ways to, to get our athletes the ball in space. You know, a lot of, and quite honestly, he's, he's the guy to get it done. I'll tell you this, a lot of buzzwords you throw in there and, and you're talking to me about, not something that I normally associate with throwing uh, what a 14, 15-year-old boy into the uh, deep end in uh, Indiana's biggest uh, athletic uh, class, too. Uh, that seems pretty rare. Uh, I know you come across a, a lot of young men, um, and you've trained them to play this football game. Uh, it just sounds like he's a, a little bit of a rare breed for that kind of composure and, and the ability that he's demonstrated already. Yep, yep, but you're only as good as the guys around you. So, you know, we, we've had good receivers that, uh, unfortunately, on the season, we've not really been able to fully showcase yet. But, uh, you know, hopefully, again, we, we can we can be a little bit more balanced and, and uh, hopefully Tristan's able to get the ball out to these guys and, and we can keep teams a little bit more honest with, uh, with our passing game as well. Coach Pat Shanley, Jeff Broncos, again, they're taking on Marion this uh, Friday night, 7 o'clock uh, over at the Shoe Coach. Uh, we're coming in here on the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think best the, the the best is still to come for these Broncos. I got faith in you and in this team, and uh, I want you guys to go on out there and uh, pick up another big win on Friday night. All right? 
That's the goal, Jared. Appreciate it. Welcome back. It is the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017 thehammercom Got the whole crew on the line here from Purdue Sports. Uh, another week of Purdue action that you can get out to on campus. Guys, always a pleasure talking with you here. Uh, let's take a look at the schedule for this week. It starts with uh, volleyball here. Volleyball uh, tomorrow night and then Saturday. Uh, let's talk a little bit about these. I know these games are sold out. I still have Iowa and Purdue Saturday tickets to hook you up with later this week, but uh, let's kind of talk a little bit about volleyball here. Looking for a win back at Holloway against those jerks from Illinois tomorrow night. Let's start there. Yeah, so we're continuing the homestand against Illinois tomorrow night. It's 6 p.m. It's an early game, um, so 6 p.m. in Holloway. Um, it is National Taco Day, so we'll be giving away some tacos to um, students, and everyone will get a tumbler um, if they arrive early. So first 1,000 fans in Holloway get a tumbler, and that's for tacos and tumblers night. And Saturday is against Iowa at 7 p.m., and as you mentioned, both matches are sold out. How in the world is National Taco Day not on a Tuesday? You know, because the ancient <laughs> calendar just really want to mess with us this year. Uh, why do they lock that into a date, and why don't they just make it the first Tuesday in October? Like they do like with the... Uh, you know, Thanksgiving. It's always on the Thursday. We, we we got a good thing going. Let's just keep that going. But no, they had to ruin National Taco Day, make it on a Wednesday. But thankfully, Dave Shondell and company going to save you. Uh, again, those tickets are sold out. But I will have tickets later on this week for you to win for that uh, Saturday matchup. And then uh, on Sunday, full field. We got a 1 o'clock start, I believe, for that one. Uh, those jerks from Indiana are going to come up here and think they're going to go home with the golden boot. But uh, I think uh, Coach Roth and company have something to say about that. Uh, that'll be a big one on Sunday. Talk a little bit about that one, Madison, and uh, what we got going on on Sunday at Folk Field. Yeah, so like you said, soccer is at Folk Field on Sunday at 1 p.m. against Indiana. It's our Boilermaker blackout, so fans are encouraged to come in all black and support their Boilermakers. It's also the BKC game, uh, so Boilermaker Kids Club members are invited to come out and help support. They'll be allowed to create a pregame fan tunnel, so that'll be a fun addition for the BKC members. Um, and we'll also have Purdue scarves available for uh, students. So the first 200 students at the game will be able to receive a limited edition Purdue scarf. That is pretty darn cool. That's a great giveaway. And by the way, uh, how much does it cost for tickets for that game on Sunday? Absolutely not a single dollar. <laughs> Admission is free. That's what I love to hammer home here. Scarf giveaway, Boilermaker Kids Club game on top of that. Plus, you get to boo IU. That is always fun. Uh, make sure you get out there. That's Sunday, 1 o'clock, Folk Field. Again, admission is free for that. And then, you know, uh, football will be uh, on the road at Iowa this Saturday, taking on uh, the Hawkeyes, that game on Peacock. Uh, but then they're going to be right back at home next Saturday. And uh, when you know it, Ohio State comes back to town. And it usually goes really, really well for Ohio State when they show up at Ross-Ade Stadium. <laughs> and uh, we're hoping to continue that trend with your help. Talk a little bit about uh, what's going on next Saturday, the 14th at Ross-Ade Stadium. Um, yeah, like you said, we play Ohio State next weekend back at home. Um, kickoff is at noon, so it'll be a nice and early game for everybody kind of coming out to join us. It is our Hammerdown Cancer game as well as a blackout game, so we encourage fans to show up in all their Purdue black gear um, and support uh, PICR, so Purdue Institute of Cancer Research, um, in helping us hammer down cancer that game. Currently right now, 
hopefully everyone's received an email, but you can donate about $25 or more if you like to uh, have the opportunity to put a message on our video board during halftime next week. So kind of some cool things. Come up with something cool. You got a little bit of time here, but uh, make sure you do it. Uh, it goes to a tremendous cause. Again, Ohio State comes to town next Saturday for football. If I want to pick up tickets, uh, where do I go for that? Produceforce.com. And if I want to do the uh, message board, how do I how do I go about doing that? Where, where Do you guys know where I go to do that? Yeah, you can go to Produceforce.com as well and go to our promotions page. Go to the Ohio State game, and we'll have a button there for you to click to. It'll take you to our donation site. It's super easy from there. You just make a donation of $25 or more, and your message will be shown. Um, during halftime of the Ohio State Purdue game next Saturday. See, that's so. There, and you can also find it on all of the football social media as well. Super duper easy to do to donate to a great cause. Guys, always a pleasure. I can't believe we're getting so close to the winter events now. I mean, Sue, we're going to be talking about wrestling, we're going to be talking about basketball. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Guys, always a pleasure on a Tuesday. Boiler up. I'm going to say it. I do not understand what all the whining about Peacock is about. I I just don't. It's what five five bucks, five bucks a month. They'll get you a yearly thing with the Big Ten fan promo code. Cut it down. I mean, even if you paid it, let's say now, right? So you go, you're gonna pay uh, in October. November, December, January, February. It's like 25 bucks, and then you get into March, and you're done. I guess it's $6, isn't it? So it's like 36 bucks. That is not the end of the world. I understand this morning you've got to get a, another streaming service. But it's not like it doesn't have a whole bunch of other good stuff on it, too. Look, the experience on it, and I've used it for a while before they had sports. I've watched Premier League on it. Other great NBC shows that I've enjoyed in the past, like 30 Rock and Parks and Rec and The Office and stuff. I've watched that all on there. they got movies and stuff. Would you rather it all be streamed on Big Ten Plus? Who, for years, we all complain about that, you know, that early season exhibition or, you know, barely counts game that you got to pay how much for Big Ten Plus. You get one game out of it, maybe two. You hate the experience, right? That's, that's usually bad. And then you don't have any use for it. You know, maybe you watch... Uh, an Olympic sport, maybe you catch one of the women's games on there. But, like, that's that's about it. But for $5.99, you're getting, you're getting all the other, you're getting all the other stuff that NBC offers um, versus it being on the Big Ten Plus, which is $9.95 a month. And you're going to get, what, two games? Maybe that. I just I, I feel like it's a big... I don't understand what the whining is because you're getting a good deal here. And a lot of people, look, it is, a, it is 100% unavoidable that Purdue will be playing on Peacock in football or basketball at one point. 
So that leaves you with two things. One, you pray for just one game, two games, which, you know, it's going to be at least a minimum of two to three. And then you're totally comfortable with missing those games. Or you want a plethora of games to make your subscription count even more. And right now, nobody has more football and basketball games than Purdue. You know, getting the IU-Purdue basketball games on there, yeah, that seems like uh, that stinks. You'd like for that that atmosphere to be on national television where regular Jimmys and Joes will stumble upon it. But at the same time, you know, NBC's looking to get its money's worth out of this deal. They want some of these marquee matchups. They're going to get them. They're forking over the money. This is the new reality of it. If you want the biggest money deal, like the Big Ten wanted, this is kind of part of it. And to be honest with you, I still feel like you're getting off light for five ninety nine a month to get another streaming service that also has a great stuff. And like I said, I've thought the streams have been the streams have been seamless for me. Great quality in the video, the production work is solid. It doesn't feel mailed in at all. Give it a try. I just I don't see what all the the old man complaining at a cloud type whining about this. It's it's a minor inconvenience. A minor one at that. It's less than a cup of coffee a month. You're fine. These people are like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna show it to them. I'm not gonna do this. Conference greed is out of control. Fine, then enjoy not watching the game. Your decision. Have fun. They did, I, I tell you this, I do think it's it, it sucks for the conference as a whole to watch Purdue and Indiana not on, on Fox in primetime, not on ESPN on primetime, although, you know, ESPN's not part of the deal anymore, but not on Fox Sports 1 primetime. Because I don't think the average person is just rolling up to something like Peacock uh, to try to watch live sports. It's not their first destination. Unless they know there's a game on there that they want to watch. And yeah, that does hurt you a little bit. But overall, I'll take more games. I got to get the subscription. Hey, I'm getting more value out of it if you're putting more games in. I mean, it's the cost of a new Purdue t-shirt these days to get this pass from now until basketball is done. Is it not? That's just Purdue stuff. There's going to be plenty more games on Peacock here, too, that you're probably going to want to go and check out. I think they've done a good job with football. Although, for being honest, Saturday's broadcast, I can't remember who was doing Keller commentary, but the way he kept on saying Purdue, like with an extra R in a space, I uh, Purdue... Like, I did not like every time. I haven't been that annoyed by anything since that Purdue-Hawaii game. And you're up at like 10.30 at night to listen to the guy go Hawaii, or however the heck he said it. I'm sure that's like the appropriate, the, the proper way to do it, but it's like when Nevada residents hate it when you say Nevada. <laughs> Louisville and 
Louisville. Yeah. But I mean, look, the quality was great. Watch, watch the game this weekend on Peacock, the football game. I thought the quality and everything done with it was was great. They provide that same level at basketball. What's five ninety nine a month? I just I, I, I what are we complaining about at this point? Would you rather be in the haves or have nots? We're in the haves. And it's a small price to pay. It could be so much worse. You could be paying big money for a service. That is just not up to snuff. That's not ready to handle uh, the, the the traffic. That doesn't have uh, any quality analysts. NBC is going to be fine with this. And Peacock, it's going to be fine with this. Hang tight. We're coming back. We'll wrap up the Hammer Down Show next. 1017 The Hammer. Coming up here after the show, we're going to send you out the coverage at uh, 4 o'clock. It's the uh, Twins and the uh, Toronto Blue Jays with the first pitch of 4.30. As the MLB playoffs kick off today, the wild card round, Rangers lead 1-0 in the top of the third uh, over the Tampa Bay Rays. That game is actually going on right now. Big thank you to Pat Shanley for being on the program tomorrow's show. Uh, I also have more volleyball tickets for you to win as well. So they're playing, let's see here, Iowa on Saturday. Tickets for that game for you. Uh, that is tomorrow. We'll do the old text and win like you like to do. Your thoughts still coming in on the Blue Fox Eating Cooling Hammerhead Hotline. I got one right here. What's the Big Ten Network for? All I could watch was a circle going around and around. Not everyone has good Wi-Fi. <laughs> I guess I can't help you with the Wi-Fi stuff, man. Uh yeah, maybe the angle that I didn't, but yeah, look. Again, it comes down to the money. They want the big network money. Big Ten's going to give up some stuff, which probably means I would hope more coverage of Olympic sports. Specifically for Purdue during the winter. I, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out and stuff here, but yeah, I'm sorry about the Wi-Fi. Old Hollywood Jeff Julek hit me up here earlier. It really stinks tailgating at the game because you're three plays back. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mister, I'm at the tailgate. I could go into the game, but I'm still sitting here at the tailgate instead. Well, you're not going to have that problem during basketball season, are you, Jeff? Back here, arena's loud, but I'm pretty sure you won't have everything spoiled for you back at the R lot. <laughs> I just, uh, for a majority of us, the ones that are, a majority of the people complaining, it's just, it's old man yells at cloud. I understand. Everybody's got their own little, there's some small issues in there. But I think for a majority, just just get it on it. it was, it's, it's happening whether we like it or not. So you know, complaining or boycotting is not going to make any kind of a difference. It's, it's just not. And I'd rather just not miss the games. All right, time for some of the things we may have missed yesterday. Fighting Irish Classic. Uh, Boilermakers, after a uh, great performance uh, the week before, not so great yesterday. They slipped all the way down to a uh, uh, an eighth place finish at plus eighteen. Uh, they lose up at Warren Golf Course. I've never been. I don't know if you have up there at Notre Dame, but it seems like it's uh, a nice enough course. I think one of our guys here said it was a nice course. Uh, but yeah, they they lose out on that one. Herman Seckney was leading this thing. 
uh, at one point. And then he fell down like it was almost 20th. Ugh. I, regardless, look, both these both these golf teams have been fantastic. Now, Herbert Segney is going to own every record, I think, that you need to own for Purdue men's golf uh, by the time he's all set and done. They're going to hit Ackerman Allen next Monday and Tuesday. Oh, God, they're going to tailgate on that thing on Saturday and then turn around and play it on Monday? Ooh. Okay. Um, either way, get on board with both the men's and women's golf programs. I believe, didn't, did I see something yesterday where the, um, the girl who just won the Indiana High School State Championship, the individual, she's a Purdue commit? I mean, just get on board with these golf teams because they are they're getting great. You got the new um the new clubhouse going in. That's gonna be fantastic. I think we're coming into a real moment for Purdue golf right now. Which is very cool to see. Like I said, you, you've heard me talk very highly of Coach Bird here on the program. I like him very much. Rob Bradley, we've had on the program before. You know, locally you folks know him. He's been around here for how long? Um and uh just just look at some of the <laughs> Look at what they've been doing uh, this fall. They've been absolutely crushing it. Indiana's finally got its series with Kentucky. Basketball. They'll play 25-26 in Rupp Arena, 26-27 in Lucas Oil, 27-28 in Rupp Arena, and then 28-29 in Assembly Hall. Ay, ay, ay. They so desperately want to relive the Watford moment, don't they? I, I, I've never seen, certainly we hang on some moments here, but I, I feel like I, nobody hangs on a moment like they do on that one shot. But this is their chance to prove that they're, you know, still this big blue bud program that everybody cares about, and this is going to be a big deal. Lucas Oil Stadium... Uh, we'll see, we'll see how much they fill it up for that game. They better hope they're not in store for a down year that year. That's for sure. That about does it for us here on the Hammer Down Show. Big thank you to Pat Shanley for being on tomorrow. Uh, we'll have Coach Josh Strasser. We'll have Coach Terry Peebles both on with us here. We'll give you a chance to win tickets for Purdue Volleyball against Iowa on Saturday. That's coming up here tomorrow as well. Don't forget the uh, shows. You can always go back and take a listen to them on uh, Spotify, on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as 1017thehammer.com and the 1017 The Hammer mobile app. We do have uh, plenty of baseball for you here tonight, so you don't want to miss out. We're going to bring you uh, two games. We'll get ready to send you out here to coverage of Toronto and Minnesota, followed by Miami and Philadelphia as the wild card kicking off tonight. We got you covered here over the next several days with uh, those baseball playoffs on 1017 The Hammer. Thursday night, we'll have that Bears game for you as well against the Commanders. I mean, it's just, it's a wonderful time right now as we're getting close to high school football sectionals. We got hockey coming in. We got all this. It's just a blast. So thank you for listening. I'll see you back here tomorrow on The Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. Let the falling leaves and cooler temps bring you to Dentro Traders for a hot deal on an upgrade to a new trader for your hauling needs. While many dealers have a limited inventory, Dentro's has over 450 traders on the lot and available for purchase today. 
with a knowledgeable service department and highly rated customer service, Detro Traders has been serving customers for over three decades at the corner of US 36 and 231. Google.